the hour. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show, Zombie Toys R Us gets the double tap. Coast Guard goes to loneliest place in the world, second only to Trump's bedroom. Six people were arrested after changing the Hollywood sign to read Holly Boo. Ah, can't wait to see what they do with pulling the rock sign in San Juan, Utah. Man says he saw mantis-like alien. Quick, we need a wellness check on Captain Kirk. Ooh, they fuck anything. Chucky and his seed are missing, and so are their batteries. Oh no, and Punxsutawney Phil predicts six more weeks of winter at a virtual ceremony. Virtual ceremony? Well, while Phil may be a virgin to Zoom, Gobbler's Knob has been on the internet since the 90s. I've seen it. I've seen it a lot. It's actually <laughs> um, probably more like three more weeks of winter because you know how guys exaggerate. Well, when asked for a comment, the groundhog just talked on mute the whole time. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, you know, uh, Gobbler's Knob is much like Kull's de Sack. So it's not Gobbler Knobs. It's Gobbler's Knob. Have you ever been to Punxsutawney? I have not. No, no. Literally uh, everything is groundhog themed. They're, even their that, grocery stores like have like a little. Their, their local grocery store has like a little um, groundhog, like giving the little wink and the thumbs up or whatever, and the as a mascot. I mean, they've got a theme, so I guess go with it. I guess go with it. Uh, apparently, you can go to the place that they filmed uh, Groundhog's Day if you want. Groundhog's Day or just Groundhog Day? I don't know what it's called. Is it his day? Like he owns it? Is it like JC Penney's? Or is it like I thought JC it was Penny? Groundhogs as in plural. Oh, no, there's only one. Well, that's not true. There's, there's not, not one. Punxsut there's Tony many film. groundhogs. <laughs> yeah. Puxatani is like the one who thinks he's, you know, he's the guy that was on the YouTube chat or the YouTube comments that said first. Uh, <laughs> but there are many others. There's like General Beauregard in Georgia or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, in doing the research for this story, and by that I mean just reading a headline and sending it to you, I, I realized that I, don't, I did not know, know how to spell Punxsutawney. Oh. P-U-N-X-S-U-T-A-W-N-E-Y. It's insane. Yeah, okay. There's no reason Fair. for all those fucking letters. You know what I'm saying? There, there is a lot of consonants. It's like it scares me too many letters like uh, Groundhog Sing is Shadow. You know, you know, that's that's the kind of thing that they would put on the final puzzle of Wheel of Fortune, and it would completely fuck someone over. It totally would. It's the X. Like, there's no R. There's no S. There's a T. There's no L. There's no one in. Right. No. Uh, no. I oh, know one E. And even if and so, you, you've got like this big long word, only two letters there. So, like, what are you gonna pick? Oh no. Even if you guess the P, right? Even mm -hmm. if you guess the P, you're still not going to think that Punxsutawney has that many letters in it. Yeah, you're like, P. you got a P, an N, a T, and an E. You're like, right. what the fuck is that? Punctuation? <laughs> Punctuation, um, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get to the end and Pat would be like, no, you almost got it. It's Punxsutawney. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he'd seem like, oh, you almost were there. But he knows, like, no one's going to get this fucking one. Yeah. You know, I he, want to see that episode. So he and Vanna White have just stopped aging, just completely stopped aging. They don't. I, like I any think older. they dip them in like formaldehyde after every episode or something. <laughs> they must. <laughs> didn't Didn't Pat Sajak have like a conservative news show for a while in like the late nineties on like CNN or something That's, at like two in the morning? That sounds about right. Yeah. Rush Limbaugh had a fucking TV show. Is he dead yet? Ugh. By the way. No, not yet. Fuck. Unfortunately. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, Maybe soon. how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not Rush Limbaugh, so I guess that's good. <laughs> no. Oh, and you're not uh, fucking uh, Dustin Diamond either. Jesus. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Zoinks. Yeah. <sighs> Very quickly, too. He just got diagnosed with, like, small cell lung cancer or something, right? Yeah. I mean... He so so in um my classes I have them watch the news every morning uh, or at the beginning of class we you know watch we spend 15 20 minutes and watch the news just to get them used to like you know watching the news so they have an idea of what's going on in the world right so that completely like there's no there's no state standard about it there's no educational you know thing that I'm supposed to be doing about news necessarily uh I just do it because it's a lot of times social studies adjacent, uh, if not right. directly related. So, for example, uh, the day last week on Thursday or Friday, we were covering things like speculation and people get making money off of other people and all that GameStop stuff was happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, oh, this relates really well. I can show them an example of, you know, people speculating on what will happen to the price of things. Uh, and then it explains what you're seeing in the news. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Um, but they were, they were doing the day that after uh, Dustin Diamond died and they were showing an interview with him and he was talking about his character and he used some very pretentious where I was like, dude, your character was screech. Okay. You're not doing fucking Macbeth or something here. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, and he's like, you know, it's hard to break out of, you know, uh, an I, iconic is not the right word. He's like an iconic character like Screech. And I was like, no, no, he's not. He's not that word that you use that I can't think of what the word is. So this Dun would be a much better story if I could remember that fucking word. Dustin Diamond has done exactly three things. Uh, play Screech, had that sex tape, and now he's dying. Uh, so. Incidentally, they did mention Screech, uh, the sex tape, uh, and then his death. So those three things they mentioned in in the you know ninety seconds they gave on NBC Nightly News. Yeah. So I, uh, I don't know. So not not that. Of course, if I was an actor, of course I'd want to act as long as I could. And if I didn't have any other acting jobs, and they're like, "Do you want to bring back this character you've played for the last twenty years?" I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm there." Yeah, like <laughs> Fraser Crane. Fraser Crane or uh, um, Kelsey Grammer played that character for like what twenty years? Yeah, or Marina At Service least. and Jonathan Frakes as um, as Fat Riker and Fat Troy. You know what I'm saying? Like they just played him <laughs> forever. And I mean, I feel like at least with with those characters, they're at least in a kind of like a legacy kind of show where right. you know it's a new series and they can like still. Like Screech, come on. So that, then, that was so, not like a a high quality, multi generational, multi series kind of lasting cultural icon. Do you know how many Saved by the Bell series there were? There's what three? There were like three. There's the or original, four, I think. There's the original, and then they did like they tried to do a college one, and then they yeah. tried to do that reboot recently. Right. Right. And there was even like someone... another, there was the college one, and I think they did another reboot where it was other kids going to Bayside High and Screech was like the principal or something. Yeah, I felt like that was the newer reboot that yeah. they did recently. I don't even think that was recent. Anyway, uh, I forget where I was going with that. 
Oh, no, but uh, I was saying that um, Marina Sirtis and Jonathan Frakes on Enterprise was cringy. On Picard, not so much, because it's been long enough now. Mm, but it's mm. just that they've been on every single series since then. You know? I, mm, I forgot that they were on Enterprise. But again, again, were they I on would Voyager? also do that. Um, yep, Jonathan Frakes was once. Q brought him to ask him a question about an ancestor. I don't know. <laughs> so he just popped in. And he was like, hey, I'm glad to be working. Well, I mean, also, the, the other thing with uh, Jonathan Frakes, uh, he did a lot of directing and producing and stuff right. of some of these shows. So it's not like he was just sitting at home going through old copies of Reader's Digest from the 90s. <laughs> Trying to uh, find that did an name. article on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Ooh, they saved this one from Ooh, our debut. <laughs> this is the 1993 from the, uh, the final season. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we're getting a ton of snow right now. We are. That's a winter wonderland out there. Uh, and I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast last week, but, uh, they've decided we're not doing snow days anymore. Who decided? Uh, our school system. No more snow days. Your, oh, They'll your not, school, like your mm-hmm. school specifically. Okay. Yep. No more snow days. They will now be virtual learning days. So if it snows, we all have to go online and Oh, virtual no, they didn't. They did. Like, okay. Everybody needs an unexpected day off. You just it is good for your it, mental bro. health. It's good for your, like, your well-being. Listen. I could, un- see, if it's going to be, like, multiple days, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I understand. One fucking day is not going to be the difference between the future success of these students. Like, that's crazy. We're, we're we're in a hole. It's not like this one day is going to be like, oh, now suddenly we're like 80 feet deeper. No, it's like we're in a hole and like, oh, uh, a little bit of dirt fell. And we're like, oh, well, got to brush that off our knee and then continue trying to climb out of the hole. Right. So that's, I think that's stupid. We're that's, supposed to get four inches tonight. Ah, Allison, so is your wife. Heyo! Why you're not coming over? Yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe not self burn also. <laughs> I think at this point we've all been punished. I think so. Yeah. So um, that was like one of the only cool things about like growing up in Michigan. I think, and in, yeah, in the north, you get getting snow, snow days. Right, you get a snow day yeah. every once in a while. You get to take an unexpected day off school, like you said. I, I mean, it's not even like a lot, like. You know, you'd usually at most, if, I think it was like, oh, if you went over like five or something, then you'd have to start making them up. So it's not like it's like a huge amount out of the 180 days we're in school. Right. You were saying that you think. Oh, I think that um, if there's like a lot of snow on the ground and my kid, they're like, we have to go to virtual school. I'll be like, no, you're going to go outside and we're going to play in the snow. Because I took the day off work, too, because I'm not going in. Like, if it's bad I, enough that I don't go into yeah. work, then I'm not taking her to school. You see what I'm saying? I support this decision. And the thing is, I feel like what's going to happen is I'm going to get this fucking snow day. I'm going to get online. There's going to be, like, two kids that actually show up where the rest are like, well, if I'm staying home, I'm not getting online. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And so then I'm wasting my time and their time. It's just a waste of time for everyone. So Right. Even the ones that show up don't even show up. So you say so? Yeah, I mean, they don't even turn on their cameras or anything. It's just me staring at a bunch of like little circles with their initials on it. I just said so you say as if I don't believe you, and that's not how I meant it to come off. (laughs) Uh, I didn't take it that way. I I took it as 
you saying that is the source of the information you have said that that is how it is. So, so. he says. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I could. Uh, so earlier this week also, um, we're sitting at home and we're eating dinner. And I look over and I notice the lights on the stove, like the clock, are blank. Uh-huh. And I notice everything's very quiet. And I'm like, the power's out. Oh, no. And we... We flipped the switch and we're like, yeah, the power. And it was like a really sunny day, too. So, oh, like, yeah. So, you know, the we lights didn't, were not we didn't have any, yeah. yeah, no lights were on. We're sitting eating dinner with the sun shining in. Beautiful. It was wonderful. Uh, and I'm like, uh, the power's out. Oh. And apparently, a car ran into the telephone pole right outside of our subdivision. Oh. Knocked it over. Wires everywhere. And so our subdivision and the subdivision across the street where a friend of the show, Eric, used to live, mm-hmm. uh, completely out of power. Uh, and and night comes quickly in the winter. <laughs> yeah. And it became very dark very quick in, in the house. And it was stupid. So I have two thoughts like about that. that. For all three. First of all, that sucks. Second of all, <laughs> either they don't make telephone poles like they used to. <laughs> Or they're making cars to be a lot stronger than they used to be. Because it used to be (laughs) you'd wrap the car around the telephone pole, the telephone pole would be fine. Uh, I would say that they must not be making the telephone poles the way they used to be. Because uh, the cars they used to make were, you know, big fucking heavy metal cars. And now, like, half of our cars are plastic these days. These days. And all the crumple zones. Oh, my God. Yeah, all the crumple zones. Yeah, so... Oh, well, no, because then that would even diffuse the energy, too, right? So that the energy is crumpling into the car instead of going into the... Yeah, so I guess it's just the telephone poles are are shitty now. Or maybe he just hit it really hard. He did did hit it really hard. Uh, Is the person uh, dead or okay, or do you know? uh, I don't know. I heard he was on the radio afterwards, though. Okay, but also, but also on the dash and the gear shift and the steering wheel. So, I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, you got me. You really got me. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Oh, and then the other, the last big news I got oh. yesterday that I'm very excited about is my school worked with the Wayne County Health Department, and I get to get my first vaccine on Saturday. On on this coming Saturday. The day after tomorrow, I will be getting the first uh, round of the vaccine. So oh, amazing. I'm very excited that hopefully in the next like five, three, four, five, like five to six weeks, I should have another layer of protection as they force me to, you know, teach these kids. Yeah. Uh, Johnson & Johnson has a new vaccine or is that COVID vaccine? It's like 65% effective. So yeah. why? Why even? Well, basically what they're doing is they're just injecting you with baby oil so that the COVID just slips right off. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, it was it was fine. So that digging you hear in the background is my dog trying to make her uncomfortable bed a little more comfortable. Ah. Uh, Becky does the same thing. <laughs> she digs at it. Yeah, she does. I have to get a water bottle and just... <laughs> Uh, so I uh, got my new apartment on Monday, and that's cool. So I saw a picture on Instagram or something. Was that mm-hmm. from 
the your new apartment? It was, yes. It was like a nice view of like sunsetty mm. kind of look. Mm. The sun setting over the uh, athletic campus in, in University of Michigan. Nice. Very nice. nice very nice. Um, also, I just ate um, from Taco Bell. I had three crunchy tacos, mm-hmm. a chicken quesadilla, a mm. cheese roll up, and a nachos bel grande. That seems like a lot. Uh, it was a lot, and I am very tired. <laughs> I have a student who insists that I need to try the nacho fries because he says they're good. No, they're okay if they're if they're like fresh and they're probably good. Um, but when has anything ever been fresh from Taco Bell? It's, uh, I, so, full disclosure, I do not eat at Taco Bell. Okay, I can think in the past twenty years. I've eaten at Taco Bell exactly twice. And both times, it was not my choice. Uh, It was the choice of your ex-wife. You're you're really missing out uh, on the Taco Bell. Am I? Am I? (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. I like it. Uh, I I would strongly disagree based on the fact that I've been to Taco Bell twice in the last 20 years. All righty. Hey, so... Um, I said that when has anything from Taco Bell ever been fresh? They make everything fresh. They literally don't like pre-made tacos, right? They just don't. Um, but the fact that it's already not fresh by the time it gets to your car through the drive-thru window is <laughs> says a lot. I mean, s- sawdust does not have staying power. Sure. It, I enjoy very Taco quickly, Bell very much. Very quickly. Uh, a little too much, perhaps, uh, as as indicated by what I ate tonight. And then I drank a whole Pepsi and now I'm drinking a beer. So I think my calories are out the window tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But that's it for me. That's your whole week is just Taco Bell today. Got my apartment, Taco Bell today. Had some Korean (laughs) food yesterday. And you led with Taco Bell? The Korean food was very good. I led with Taco No, I led with New Apartment. And then Taco Bell was secondary. But that was That's sort right. of I mean, to, in the food in the food realm. You led with Taco Sort of to explain like my lack of energy or oh, like, I see. being able to stand at this point. Your your lethargy. Very is, lethargic, uh, yes. Is the fault of Taco Bell. See, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I guess well, I guess you're running for the border and then you're tired afterwards, so Right. So siesta. I wonder how (laughs) wonder how deep um, into the uh, uh, gosh the word is escaping me here Uh, immigration crisis quote unquote immigration crisis Republicans talk about. Wonder how deep into that did they change their uh, slogan (laughs) to from (laughs) over the border to I don't know we're gonna lock you up in cages or whatever. Are those kids out yet, by the way? Has Biden gotten those kids out? Uh, I think they're working on it. Jeez, it's too long. I mean, I know they have to, like, they can't just kick them out because that would be (laughs) somehow worse than being in a cage. Yeah, they got to find out. They have to find their parents, you know. Right. Uh, I do know that they ended the Trump policy of making them wait in Mexico. Oh. Did you say find their parents or find their parents? Find find okay. locate okay. They need to locate their parents okay and i think in some cases they're like well we don't know where your parents are right which is like <clears throat> disturbing and disgusting horrible. and yeah but that was the whole point of it all like it was for it to be as horrible as possible because they i mean they made it very clear their goal was to deter people right don't come to america we'll take your kids away and the the fact that 
Well, we, we're preaching to the choir here. Yeah, I know. The, the fact that it's better to bring your child, to risk bringing your child over the border, to risk them getting locked up and taken away from you, than it is to stay in your home country says a lot about how bad it is it, in their home countries. It does. It does. It's the American uh, but, dream. They're just after the American dream, right? Isn't that what Republicans uh-huh. are all about? Is the American dream? And well, what is the no, problem no, 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 with no. more people? Uh, well, they're not the right kind of people. You're right. I mean, you're right about what they think about the right kind of people. Yes. Uh, they want the kind of people you'd see in, you know, on a on television sitcom in two separate beds because it's 1950. Right. Though, to be fair, I Love Lucy was an interracial couple. I was going to say, but they slept in the same bed. <laughs> Separate beds. They had the same bed in a few of the seasons. Must have been way at the end and somewhat scandalous. It was in the beginning, Jason. The no, first, the fir- well, the first episode. Not. The first episode, they're in the same bed. Mm, I question that, but S- I don't. Correct I can't. Us, please. I can't definitively say that you are wrong. Uh, because I know that definitely in later episodes, they have separate bets. Oh, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But that's so. why I thought it was weird. Well, and so on whatever streaming service it's on, I think it's on Hulu or something. I think it is on Hulu. Yeah. I think maybe the episodes are out of order or something, but I don't I don't know. The, the first episode or maybe the second one, um, she Lucy thinks that uh, is reading a like a murder mystery novel. Uh-huh. Um and she thinks, eventually thinks that her husband is going to murder her. So I remember that episode yeah. where she thinks that he's literally going to murder her. <laughs> right. And then. Which, which like. By the end of the episode, everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. But for a while there, you thought your husband would literally murder you. Like. <laughs> and that was the basis. Red flag? That plot. Yeah. Well, it was the 50s. That kind of thing was acceptable. Well, at, at least you weren't married to Fred. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> If he's going to kill oh, me, man. at least he's handsome. <laughs> Fred would never kill anyone. Think of how much it would cost. I, well, yeah, it would cost way too much. It would be too much work to dispose he'd have of the to, body. He'd have to, yeah, he'd have to clean the carpets. He doesn't Place clean. the carpets. Right. <laughs> His pants are very high. Ridiculously high. Yeah. I, I would say there's like, you know how in, in schools they check to see how many fingertips away, you know, the girl's skirt is from their knee? <laughs> Like you do two fingertips between the top of his pants and his nipples. <laughs> Actually, I think he was old enough. His nipples might have been tucked in. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's what he connected his. Um, uh, oh fuck! What are they called? Ah, I can't even do the joke anymore because I. Oh, can't oh think the, of the things that attach to the socks, the garters, or whatever. Yeah, Not garters, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, what do they call those? There's Sox, belts and then there's. Suspenders. There it is. I was gonna say suspenders. He just attaches them to that, and but I fucked it up. Wonderful. Well, well, if you know anything about I Love Lucy, you can send us comments or suggestions via email at thehourpod at gmail dot com. You know, I love I Love Lucy, and uh, I used to watch it in the summers because it was on the Hallmark Channel uh, from like six until eight. Yeah. When Sal woke me up at like six in the morning. Nice. And then after that came the Golden Girls from eight to ten. Wow. So I just have a good time. Uh, and you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the hour pod. Tell us your favorite I Love Loopy I Love Lucy episode. <laughs> I love Loopy. I'm not sure if it was gonna be I Love Loopy or I Love Lupus. Nobody loves Lupus. You know, 
Wol- wolves do. The the the, lu- <laughs> the lupus awareness um, slogan. Step into the loop. I don't think I don't think it's 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 it sounds like it wants you Wait, to get lupus. I was gonna say that that makes me feel like they want me to get lupus. Yeah, I don't like, know if they're still using it. They used it a few years ago. Anyway, I mean, um, do I need to be aware of lupus? Yeah, I mean, I don't have it. Here's a here's a like, hot tank. You're I feel like this. that falls into the not my problem category. Yeah. Uh, so here's one. Um, I think we're all aware of breast cancer, and they can stop the breast cancer awareness things. We already know. We we are well aware. It I mean, is, I know it, it needs to. I need it. You know, needs to be cured and stuff. But like, I think we all know it exists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Or you can tweet us uh, what you think of Jeff's hot take at the hour pod. Yes. Let's start the show. He'll do a whole thing on Instagram where he'll do like hot takes. I, I While he's cooking hotcakes. Ooh. What's the hot difference cakes between, between hot a hotcake and a pancake? Uh, one starts with H and one starts with P. You can't order pancakes from McDonald's. They're hotcakes. I don't think hotcakes are made in a pan. I think that's why they're called hot. I think I they're, think made they're the microwave. same thing <laughs> with a different word. Oh, no. Somebody tell it's, us. It's it's just the same thing, and they're just calling it different things. Yeah. Like, it's the same same thing with a different name. I've got two screens set up right now, right? Mm-hmm. My laptop and then the secondary screen. I need a second laptop so I don't interrupt anything that's going on here to, like, do research and shit. Cause, because my phone, I can't. Uh, I'm old. I, I'm really getting old. Also, my phone is getting very old. Um, and it like a lot of times, like I'll unlock it and just we'll just sit there and not do anything, you know. Or like I'll go to search for an app and I'll just be like, no, I'm not searching for apps right now. <laughs> it just it just shows me a blurry screen. It's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> you don't need to look that up. Uh, so mashed.com says hotcakes are pancakes and pancakes are hotcakes. There is no difference between hotcakes and pancakes. Both words describe the popular round flat cakes cooked on griddles or inside skillets. Have you ever heard of the Japanese pancakes that are like fluffy? Uh, I have. Uh, It goes on to say uh, hotcakes and pancakes go by other names as well, such as flatjacks and griddle cakes. Flapjacks and griddle cakes, of course. How could I forget? You can flap your jack or griddle your cake, but uh, it's still going in a pan. Is that supposed to be a sexual innuendo? I I don't know. (laughs) I never know these days. I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) So is our audience. I can can, can hear them yawn just now. It's weird. Like the preemptive yawn. We've been doing this 133 times. Super Bowl Sunday, Jason, is in a few days. Oh, that's another thing I don't give a shit about. (laughs) But don't you watch it for the commercials? I don't. I have never seen a Super Bowl. I have never seen a football game on the television. So, so that is the um, the highfalutin version of I've never read a full book cover to cover. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I think it is. You, you seem proud that you have never nope. seen a football. I'm a, just a, pointing out Super Bowl. I don't give a shit about it. That's all. All right. If you like the Super Bowl, good. Are you proud that you don't give a shit about it? Nope. Okay. I don't give a shit about whether or not I give a shit about it. No. Well, if you get I really crabby. I don't care for sports in general. I do watch the Olympics. I do watch the World Cup. 
So, Ugh. so if you get really crabby about it, I'll just take you to a toy store to make you feel better. <laughs> how many? Uh, how many do I get to pick out? Toy stores? No, no, toys. To oh, uh, make me feel better. Just two, and there's a five dollar limit. Am I allowed to get play doh? Because I know a lot of parents are like, "No, I've got carpet." <laughs> and I'm like, "Mom, it's a fucking trailer." Yeah, no, you can get Play-Doh, you can get Silly Putty, you can get um, a Gak. <laughs> what about what about Floam? Floam, you can get, you can floam? get floam. What is the new Maybe one? Some now? Mars um, Mud. The um, uh, the Kinetic Sand, you can get that too. Mm, Actually, Kinetic yeah. Sand is is it's not bad for carpet necessarily, but it gets everywhere. Uh it can be bad for carpet if you're not getting actual kinetic sand and you're trying to make it yourself. Oh, oh. Do you put Maybe the not, food like, coloring you, in it? Yeah, I don't even know. Oh. I didn't do it, but I know someone who did oh, okay. it. Remember when uh, like you wanted Play-Doh and people were like, oh, you can make your own Play-Doh yeah. at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's some flour and water and you boil it or something. That shit I don't was know. horrible. It wasn't Play-Doh. It was awful. It's, no, it, it was stung, not Play-Doh. It stunk, too. Like, Play-Doh had a good smell. Yeah, play like you Open that new Play-Doh, huff it a little bit, mm. like, oh, yeah, smell that, mm, smell that Play-Doh. Yeah, you tasted it, too, didn't you? Didn't you lick it? It was in, like, the perfect, like, like you didn't want to, you didn't want to play with it for a second. Because you had to admire the perfect cylindrical uh, beauty of it before it's been touched. Yeah, because it had been pooped out of a, out of a um, extruder. I, I assume that it looks exactly like the Play-Doh Fun Factories that you can buy where you put the Play-Doh in and you push the handle and it just shoots it out. Oh, my gosh. You know what I just realized? Mm-hmm. I want to work at a Play-Doh factory. <laughs> you, you know, I think they should get different, uh, you know, use some of the different ones. So it's not just the, the cylinder. Maybe, like, they do the, the hair type one where it's a yeah. whole bunch of little strands or, or like the star-shaped star one. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of star shapes, yes. I don't know if Becky sent you this picture, but uh, our daughter decided to draw a picture of a cat butt, <laughs> and like she gave it a star-shaped butthole. Nice, nice. And then like pee and poop and farts coming out of it. Of course. Well, that's and she has a very, do. she has a very specific like she's drawn butts farting before. And she has this like uh, this drawing convention of what a fart looks like when drawn. Oh, she draws it the same time every time. She draws it same way every time. It's like these lines with like these little like things at the end of it. Like it's ridiculous. Huh. So interesting. I, I don't know where she came up with it because it doesn't look like you know sometimes it, people will draw a fart where it looks like air rushing out, like it's like a little cloud coming out of a butt. This is not what that is. So. She's taking a fart and made it very abstract, and now it's artwork. <laughs> it's an it's an abstract fart. It's fart work, is what it is. <laughs> hey, remember that? Uh, remember that transition I did earlier? Yeah, yeah. Then we fucked it up. Well, Toys R Us is closing. <laughs> what? It's only that Toys R Us closed already. I know they're all already closed. Even the Arborland one closed, bro. <laughs> it's what is it now? It's a fucking uh, Marshalls or something, right? Or uh, no, it's a fucking Gardner White. Gardner White, gross. Toys R Us is closing its only two stores roughly a year after a highly anticipated relaunch of the storied brand. I didn't even know they were trying to relaunch. I didn't either. Uh, and they're already gone again. Do you remember they used to do like the, the big Toys R Us catalog right before like Black Friday? You get it in the mail. Yeah, yeah. Go through and you'd circle all the things that you weren't going to get. 
So, or was that just me because we were poor? <laughs> I'll just circle the things you weren't going to get. No, I remember being in that catalog and circling the things I wasn't going to get. <laughs> and I was also poor. But uh, so, what was I? Oh, we should. Um, I can't wait to hear about the next closing of Circuit City and Radio Shack. <laughs> These places are already gone. So the first time I ever, I know I. I went to a Comp USA and they had the going out of business signs. Oh, nice! First time I ever felt disappointment in a retail store was at a Toys R Us because going really? there used to be like going to like a wonderland of toys mm-hmm. and just awesomeness, you know. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. as the as the stores got older, like that was in the eighties. As the stores got older, they stopped updating them. Their customer service went to garbage. Everything started being overpriced yeah. and blah blah blah. And I remember it's, like going, and maybe it's because I was a little older, but I remember going and just thinking, God, this place is dirty. They don't have anything that I want. Like the, even the, when they started doing video games, they'd often be sold out of whatever video game I wanted. Yeah. Anyway. They basically became like an overpriced Kmart. They d- exactly right. Where it's like, where it's like, you know, the friggin' Mrs. Haversham, where you can see the, the time has aged her. Things aren't as good as they used to be. Her wedding dress is starting to go into, you know, moth-eaten tatters. <laughs> right. It's, just, it's no good. Even KB uh, Toys was good. I, yeah, in the mall. Mm-hmm. Nice to have a KB toy. Like, you know. Uh, I remember one of my earliest memories, I remember being in a Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was some big event. Like, they had a Jeffrey there to get in it for some reason uh and we like went through and it was like really cool whatever blah 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 uh and i was recently like within the past year going through the ann arbor public libraries like archives Mm -hmm. of like newspapers and pictures and things like that Uh, and they had a picture of the grand opening of the toys r us in arborland wow and i looked at the date and i was like i think that's what i was remembering you went to the grand I, opening of Toys R Us in Arborland? It was like it was like in nineteen eighty four or nineteen eighty five. Like it was like at that time where I would have been very young. Yeah. Uh and like some of the things that they showed, like the they had like the Jeffrey guy in a costume and like, you know, the stuff they were showing, I was like, that's maybe what it was. So I don't know. Well, it'd be funny or crazy if you like looked at the picture and it was like you and your mom in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know you were in the paper. Uh, also, yeah, they had a, they had a nice uh, picture from because if you remember uh, when Arborland was a mall, uh, you could exit the Toys R Us into the Arborland Mall, and there was like the uh, the food court right there. I remember, yeah, it was like a Burger King up at the top. And did you ever go to that mall like in its last days or months? Oh yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was horrible. I remember there was a kids clothing store that had like a play area with like a, a slide, and you like, could climb up and like crawl through. It was just like a little tiny play area. Yeah. Uh, and I always loved going there. Like my mom was like, oh, I have to go get something or I have to t- return something. And I was like, yeah, I get to go play in the slide thing. Um, so you said you went to the library and looked through the library archives. That is literally the opposite of going to a toy store. <laughs> the polar it was the, it, was, it wasn't the library. It was online. So the okay. Ann Arbor Public Library online. Well, so. excuse me. They had some pictures of the grand opening of Briarwood Mall in the 1970s as Ooh, well. With all the fountains and stuff. Those fountains were awesome. Yes. I love it. The, it was very interesting. I used to love the smell of Briarwood because of like that sort of chlorinated yeah, water a, in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the noise of it was like something else. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember when we worked in the mall before they did the reno and we still had the the, the fountains. 
And on days where they had to turn the fountains off for like cleaning or something, or at the end of the night when they turned them off, just the silence that suddenly fell over the mall. <laughs> right. Even was, inside the stores. Was, yeah. Yeah. What, and, like you're a good distance from them. Putting, whatever happened to putting uh, fountains and like water features inside places? They must be too expensive. Well, yeah. I'm sure it was like an expense thing. It was like, well, we're going to save costs any way we can. So water's free. What the who fuck? Cares about, who cares about the experience? Yeah, that's true. We must be utilitarian. We should, uh, we should put we should kid. put carpet here. We should put carpet here. That'll be go so good. Kids will love carpet. It's soft. Actually, true Kids Incorporated. Actually, I'm sorry. I I know mm-hmm. I hate when you do that to me. Uh, actually, it is uh, probably the ADA, to be honest, because they had to put ramps in instead of all those stairs. There were ramps. Were there ramps? There were ramps. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there was a big long ramp off to like if you were going to gosh what was there uh, Johnston and Murphy mm. used mm-hmm. to be there. So there's the ramp that went down that way, and then if you went like along the center court, uh, there was also a ramp that went down to where what is now like where the Hollister. I, and actually, I don't think it's a Hollister anymore, but over like that way. So like there was a way to get through. Sure. Even if you're ADA kind of a situation. Ah. Uh, Yes. But but now that I'm thinking about it, how did they get down the Jacobson's wing? Oh, it shall forever remain a mystery if you don't remember. They had to. Oh, I think there was like a crossover over where like K Jewelers is. You do a little, a little scootily poop over. That was great, great potting. Uh, we definitely shouldn't go back and delete all of that. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners will care greatly about the reminiscings of the mall 22 years ago. I will now let you, allow you to read this next line. True Kids, Inc., which brought the retailer in 2018, confirmed that its two locations in New Jersey and Texas that opened in 2019 have permanently closed because of the pandemic. No, not because of the pandemic. There are plenty of places that are still open, and it's all they didn't have enough money because of the pandemic. Just kidding. And because it's probably cheaper to buy the toys on Amazon? This is Jeff Bezos' fault. Well, even Best Buys, or I didn't think Best Buys would last this long. And I think it's because they started matching, like price matching, price matching with Amazon, um, if you ask them to. I think. I don't know. But even then, they don't have anything in stock. I mean, they're probably hanging on there with the uh, the car stereo uh, station where you can you get your new car stereo. And That's good. As a result of COVID-19, we made the strategic decision to pivot our store strategy to new locations and platforms that have better traffic, a True Kids spokesperson said. So the stores had a smaller footprint compared to its predecessor and sold fewer toys and instead focused on interactive and playground-like environments for brands. This would have been good, I think. Yes. Well, ultimately, the plan was to open around 10 in malls. but Unfortunately, all 10 of those malls probably went out of business. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've, I feel like malls are not in a good spot currently. I don't, yeah. I... Godiva's closing every single store. Who, I, who would have thought that overpriced chocolate would, would eventually go out of style? Okay, you know what? Fuck you. You gave me a hard time about the fucking furniture, and I'm holding on the, the chocolate situation as well. 
Where am I going to get raspberry chocolate cups? I don't know. Do you need exactly? Raspberry? See, that's okay. I'll I'll level with you there. You need furniture. You don't need raspberry chocolate cups. Have you had a raspberry chocolate cup? No. Well, there you go. I guess I'm missing out on the raspberry chocolate I cups. Can, just I can as sleep much on a floor as you're missing out on Taco Bell, on the chicken quesadilla. Definitely 100% not true. I can make anything they sell at Taco Bell better. Wow. I think we I think that sounds like a challenge. It's not hard. I could shit inside of tortilla and it'd be better. Well, I don't know. Depends on what you ate the night before. Taco Bell. <laughs> so Toys R Us website remains open, operational, and more than 700 stores outside of the United States are still open. Well, Lottie freaking da. You know, there's still Borders stores outside the United States. Are there really? Yeah. I think Singapore and uh, the UAE or something like that has Borders stores. That sounds about right. The company said the demand for brands remains strong, uh, and the company will continue to invest in. Like other retailers, Toys R Us was hurt by the mall closures last year and shifting consumer habits that prompted people to shop online or at big box stores. You know, Toys R Us could be its own big box store. Then they used to be? Yeah. Basically? They were a big box store, just full of toys and kids stuff. Yeah. They people, just fucked it up. People still spend a ton of money on their kids. It's not like they're not spending money on them. They just they they just suck. It would just poorly run, I think. That's I that's what I feel about malls. Yeah. There's no reason to go to Briarwood because there's absolutely no variety. But where are you gonna get your Wetzel's pretzel if you don't go to the mall? Oh no, what will I do without Wetzel's pretzels? Okay, first of all, I prefer Auntie Anne's. So who and I can get those. I can get those at the airport. So first of all, who doesn't prefer Auntie Anne's? Okay, I, I said Wetzel's Wetzel? because it's the f- Mr. Wetzel because it's the funnier of the two. <laughs> Mrs. Fields, Mrs. Fields, that's talk about overpriced bullshit. <laughs> well, you get the day old cookies. It was like two fifty for a bag. I think I told you about one time when I used to work in the mall. I was walking by the Auntie Anne's kiosk thing they had out in the middle, and they were they were <laughs> they were heating up the hot dogs to um, <laughs> yes, in like a big bucket or something. <laughs> he had this big. Like like five gallon lucite bucket, and they had bucket it, o dogs. And they had it under the iced tea machine, just brewing hot water, and it was just a bucket <laughs> of like, I mean, I'm no rain man, but it had to have been like twenty to thirty hot dogs in there, <laughs> just just chilling inside this fucking clear bucket. It was I, pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I Auntie Anne's used to be an inline store. And then they moved to a kiosk in the center of the mall. Mm-hmm. And something about that just made me not trust them. Uh, okay. So don't know why. Don't know why. This, this specific, at North Point Mall in Georgia, um, they were the key. There, was two, there were two locations there was the main location, and then there was the kiosk. But the kiosk didn't bake pretzels there. Apparently, they only heated up hot dogs. (laughs) So you would have someone with a a cart full of stuff walking through the mall, a cart full of pretzels walking through the mall to restock the pretzels at the kiosk if they needed them. I mean, you don't want to make the hot dogs in the main store. It's going to smell like hot dogs there. 
you gotta make it out right next to the uh, the candy um, nuts people and and the guys that are trying to scam you on hair straighteners <laughs> and hey, cell phone cases. beautiful lady you try this you try this <laughs> oh Holy shit. man Blast in the past. I was thinking you're, also. You're never, you were never lonely walking through the mall. <laughs> never, because you always had someone to talk to. <laughs> I remember when I worked at a mall kiosk, uh, back when I was uh, temporarily unemployed, my, the first job offer I got was part-time at this Dish Network kiosk in the middle of the mall. Mm. And the, the guy who owned the kiosk was like, I need you to approach customers. I need you to approach people and ask them if they've tried Dish Network. And I would do it when he was there. God, I fucking hated it because no one, Ugh. it never stopped anybody. It never stopped anybody. You know who never did that? Go on. The kiosk outside of uh, the two stores I worked at that were in the same location in the mall when I worked at Store Knowledge and mm. Discovery Channel. Oh, Do you yeah. remember what the kiosk was outside of those stores? God, wasn't it uh, um, <laughs> that Shen Yun? No, 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 no. That was many years later. It was a cigar kiosk. A cigar kiosk? Remember the cigar kiosk? No. It was like cigars and like Zippo lighters or something. Hell and weird. then there was like a day when we found out, because there was like one guy who worked there. Yeah. Did he have a big mustache? I don't remember what he looked like. Uh, and then he had one person who we hired at, I can't remember if we were, I think it was at Store of Knowledge. And then... She like she was an employee with us at Store of Knowledge, and then when I was at Discovery, we hired her to be like a temporary assistant manager or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was one day where like the guy wasn't there, and we found out he had died. Oh, and so then after that, the cigar cigar kiosk was gone. Did he never own to the return? Cigar kiosk. And I assume died? it was just his kiosk, right? Wow. I bet the mall fined him for not showing up. He <laughs> didn't open by ten, <laughs> right? Hundred dollar fine. Never, I never saw him like selling cigars or anything. I mean, it was a kiosk. Who who shops at a kiosk? Who buys cigars at a mall kiosk? Although who back buys in cigars, back in like two thousand, who buys That's cigars? Um, it was the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, people with big mustaches buy cigars. I think. Uh, the other cigar related story I have is uh, I was going when I was going to school at the community college. I remember showing up for like an afternoon class and I was a little bit early. So I was parked in the car, like finishing listening to something on the radio. And this guy pulls in next to me in like a kind of fancier kind of car. Mm -hmm. And he's smoking a big fucking cigar with the windows up. And I was like, that's horrible. And then he gets out of the car and he pulls his like suit coat out and grabs a bottle of Febreze and like drenches it Ugh. and then runs into the school. Imagine the smell. <laughs> that poor, poor whoever works with him. Speaking of poor people. Not, oh, sorry, they wish... not poor people, but like poor people. These poor people. Yeah. He uh, could have worked at this place. He would have been all alone. So. <laughs> a harsh winter storm blew out a window in the very remote Standard Rock Lighthouse in Lake Superior prompting a team from the U.S. Coast Guard cutter Alder to repair it. This is Lake Superior in Michigan. 
Indeed, indeed mm-hmm. it is. Uh, the crew had to hitch a ride on a Jayhawk helicopter from a Coast Guard station in Traverse City to make the icy repair. Because I think part of the lake is frozen, right? But not the whole lake. That's what I wonder about, um, like, uh, Mackinac Island. So they close the, you know, they stop doing the ferries and stuff when, when winter comes. But mm-hmm. you, you can't. You can't go all the way across it until the whole lake freezes, which I think there's a, a period of time where the lake is only half frozen, right? I'm sure, I yeah. Assume. So how do they get their supplies and stuff? Do they fly it in? Do they helicopter it? Do they take a Jayhawk uh, helicopter to the Mackinac Island? It'd be crazy. I mean, I that's a great question. Um, we should have somebody from Mackinac Island on the show. We should. I mean, I imagine they... Well, I think there is an airfield on the whatever. Oh, do but you think they're like little airplaney things? Yeah, maybe they just uh, have like supply little supply things that lives on over. Little airplaney things, also known as airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> so, teams worried the missing window could threaten the electronics inside and even the working light at the historic lighthouse on the east shore of uh, Michigan's Keweenaw Peninsula. So here's the thing. Uh, I am, I am uh, currently looking at the situation. Okay. And the Traverse City uh, air whatever for the, the Coast Guard is a hundred miles. Nope, sorry, a hundred and eighty-four miles away from this uh, lighthouse. Okay, in Lake Superior. It's a lot. Yeah, it's quite a distance. You said in Traverse City. That's where they said that it, they had to. Uh, st- they were stationed at in oh, Traverse yeah, yeah. City. Okay, so oh, no one lives at this lighthouse, right? No, it's in the middle of the fucking. Uh, Lake. Didn't people used to have to live at lighthouses, though? In lighthouses? Yes. People people did have to do that. So it's it's about, oh, what is that? 50 miles north of Marquette in the middle of the lake. Wow. So there's a, um, I don't remember any details, <laughs> but I'm glad I'm bringing it up. I remember there was a podcast that I was listening to. I listened to a podcast. It was crazy. Uh, it was about, uh, the mystery of this, like, um, there was this Island with a lighthouse on it with like two lighthouse keepers and somebody else on the Island and they all disappeared Oh, and they're, they were all just gone and then nobody knows what happened to them. Like how, how do three people disappear off of like a lonely Island? The lonely Island? Yes. Oh, oh. Well, teams worried that the missing window could threaten the electronics inside and even the working light at the historic lighthouse. Uh, nope, you said that. Shit. I fuck. did. I was just going uh, to built, go. Built 24 miles from the Upper Peninsula's shoreline, uh, Standard Rock is considered the far- lighthouse furthest from shore in the contiguous United States. Is that only 24 miles? It seems like you'd have ones farther away from shore. Uh, and, you know, I question that given my uh, brief usage of google maps really although contiguous united states oh, would you, know you call what? the lake superior contiguous i mean it's in the contiguous I, so i was looking from like the biggest city in the up but right. from from the up itself yeah i'm seeing there's like oh you know what that's the little like tip near copper harbor i bet that's where the mm. 
I guess that's where the the thing. Yeah. So would the be. the um, remote nature of this lighthouse earned earned it the name, the loneliest place in the world. And it was built in 1883, and it has has an exposed crib or base structure. That's weird that they would have babies there. <laughs> And it's considered one of the top ten engineering feats in the United States. Weird. Yes. What are the other ten or nine? I mean, uh, uh, other Don't parts of that. the lighthouse. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it was built to mark a huge underwater reef that was considered one of the most dangerous obstacles to shipping in Lake Superior. And judging by where it's at, it's like in the middle of the fucking lake. So I can see how that would be. You wouldn't expect that, right? No one expects, expects an underwater reef. Yeah. Position. <laughs> Uh, the top of the large underwater mountain was found. To, a, sorry, the top of a large underwater mountain was found to sit just four feet from the su- uh, surface in spots. In Wouldn't that area. be crazy to like go out in the middle of Lake Sup- literally in the middle of Lake Superior and just like stand? Yeah, because it's only four <laughs> feet deep. Mountain, yeah, it's like what tits deep? Tits deep. Well, well, unless you're unless you're Fred. <laughs> Fred Mertz. <laughs> The lighthouse was automated in 1962, a year after a fatal fire and explosion that left survivors stranded on the Standard Rock for days until they were noticed by a passing ship who probably crashed into the underwater mountain. (laughs) Indeed. And, you know, the saddest thing was after a day or two, uh, the only thing that was keeping them company was a volleyball named Wilson. And it, it went out into the lake. Never to be seen again. They didn't have volleyballs back in 1962. I guess they did. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. So we were just talking about sports. What were we talking about? Volleyball? Yes, volleyball. Invented in 1895. Which is after when I expected it to be, because, you know, they say that, like, a version of basketball was played by the Mayans or something. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I have, except doesn't the legend say they used, like, people's heads for the ball or something? I'm sure, yeah. But you would and think they, sacri- they would have... They sacrificed the other team or something. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, something knocking, hysterical. Knocking a head over a net long before 1895, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, oh, and then Super Bowl Sunday, very big day. Very big day for uh, all of Americans. Probably the well, biggest no. day for Americans is coming up on Sunday. Disagree, but okay. I'm just fucking with you. So let's, I, well, I let's know. answer know. some sports questions about sports. This will be great. We're Hello. very sporty here. I thought very we weren't allowed sporty. to do sports on this podcast. Um, that was only something that I had mentioned in a, uh, <laughs> in a fake promo that we never released. <laughs> no sports. Cheers. But we've done the joke uh, a few times on the actual podcast, though. Yes, we have. Well, let's let's because it's such an important holiday for Americans. Let's, let's do sports. Do sports. It's a special occasion. Jeff, yeah. why does it matter if a player from one of the Super Bowl teams tests positive for COVID? There aren't any more games. They have seven months to recover. Um. Yeah. I. That's a great question. I. I don't think it does matter. Um. I think they should just fucking die, just like the rest of Americans. Hmm. <laughs> I was being, please don't take that into context. If I ever run for office, (laughs) can you include this bit, please? Okay. Definitely, definitely. Thank you. Jason, do you think Tom Brady will become a coach after he eventually retires? I mean, when you retire, doesn't that mean you're not working anymore? 
Are you stupid? Did you read your question? Jeff, when was the last time your favorite team won the Super Bowl? Oh, my gosh. It had to have been in the summer of 1895. A friend and I, we're... uh, Football hadn't been invented yet. We had blown up this coconut. And um, we had this net that we had been trapping fish in, like just for fun. We weren't going to eat them, like fish and dolphins and shit. And so we blew up this um, uh, this coconut and we started hitting it over the net. And it was a lot of fun if you didn't make it touch the ground. And that's um, when I won. That's when I won. We called it the Super Bowl because um, when you won, you got to turn the coconut into a bowl and then eat out of the coconut bowl. And that's why we called it the Super Bowl. That sounds super. Jason, who will win the Super Bowl? Uh, a football team. Jeff, is it really true that the worst bullets to be shot with is a twenty-two caliber LR? Um, I've, well, uh, yeah, I would say that's probably true. The worst one. Sure. I mean, I would assume it might be some sort of depleted uranium shell from a military Well, they do weapon, make bullets but... that explode on contact, but I, don't, I think if you get shot in the head, it doesn't really matter all that much. Uh, who won the Rams Lions Goff Stafford train? Uh, the American people. Jeff, would Tom Brady join the Bengals next year? Um, the American people. Jason, you know I didn't know Tom Brady could sing, so there you go. <laughs> That's what I should have said. <laughs> Jason, does you think football should be played during this Covonia pandemic? I do's. Jeff, what? Uh, who wants the Super Bowl played the week after the championship game? Uh, uh, I thought the Super Bowl was the championship game for football. I could hmm, be wrong. I don't know. I turned into Bill Clinton. Yeah, maybe. Realistically, Jason, realistically, how long would it take to bike across the U.S. slash best bike route? Uh, well, I think it would take until you finished. That would be my guess. Yeah. Realistically, Jeff, isn't it... realistically, that's a stupid thing to do. We have cars now. <laughs> Jeff, has anyone lost respect for Bill Belichick following Brady's success? I sure know. I fucking have. Jason, Liverpool mm-hmm. signed Ben Davies from Preston. Apparently. Jeff, isn't it time for Harry Kane left Tottenham? You know, I've been saying this for fucking years. I've been saying this for years that Harry Kane should leave Tottenham. I don't even know who Tottenham is, but I don't like her. Jason, would any Brady-led team be headed to the Super Bowl, or were the Bucks good before Brady joined them? Uh, I mean, I'm always ha- happy to have a few bucks mm. to spend around. Mm-hmm. Jeff, is Seth, Seth Rollins the greatest WWE wrestler of all time? I think you meant Seth Rogen, uh, and the answer is <laughs> yes. Jason, will the Super Bowl be played on a football field? Uh, no, this year they're going to do it on a baseball diamond. Mm. Jeff, who wins the SB question question? The baseball diamond. By the way, congratulations for knowing the term baseball diamond. That's very sportsy of you. <laughs> very sportsy. <laughs> Jason, why do you... You know, I, I, like, I like baseball if I'm there to watch it. Oh, like in... Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's, it's very take relaxing. me to a field. Yeah. Unless it's That's too hot. Good. Jason, why do Lions prefer English sports teams to Asian or African sports teams? Or are the English just lacking the identity, so steal the foreign lion? Well, I mean, the English aren't known for being, like, too excitable. Uh, And so when a lion comes out on the field, 
they usually just go, oh, there's a lion. And then it's easy to hunt them. So, you know, you can just like these lions can take down these sports players really easy. Mm-hmm. And they've got like plenty of food to eat. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, Jeff, what's the white person equivalent? Go on. I started, I started to read a question before I got to the end of it. And uh, I have to stop now. No. Can you ask it? I have a great answer for it. Nope. Nope. Not going to say it. It's Tom Brady. Jeff! <laughs> Jason. Yes. Six people were arrested oh? after scaling mm-hmm. steep terrain around the iconic Hollywood sign and strategically changing it to convey what they said was a breast cancer awareness message. Holy shit. When I said that earlier, I didn't I didn't read this story. I didn't know this was gonna be in the podcast. <laughs> wow. You definitely do your research. Crazy. Hollyboob, the sign briefly read, with a big tarp with a letter B on it thrown over the W and a strategically placed white dash to make the D uh, another B. Oh, very strategic. Very strategic, Mm -hmm. I should have said. LAPD security personnel observed the, um, so hold on. The Los Angeles Police Department security personnel. They have security personnel that work for them that aren't also cops. Yeah, they have to keep an eye on the Hollywood sign so they can nip it in the bud if anything happens. So these uh, rent-a-cops observed the five men and one woman on video surveillance about 1.15 p.m. A police helicopter responded to the area. I have been here in Grand Theft Auto. Um, (laughs) It does not turn out well. Uh, the flight crew were able to watch the group move back down the hill to a location on Mulholland Highway where other officers and park rangers met them with handcuffs. Aw, hi, handcuffs. Um, we just changed the Hollywood sign. Nice to meet you. <laughs> All six will be sided with misdemeanor trespassing and released. There's no vandalism because the sign wasn't damaged, LAPD Captain Steve Lurie said. Uh, the site is surrounded by Griffith Park, but it is not accessible to the public and is privately maintained by the Hollywood Sign Trust. Hmm. So I was uh, looking. For, I was actually. So the reason why I didn't read this is because I was actually doing research for our original joke that we did in the beginning. And I was going through. Apparently, there are like a lot of signs or like uh, monograms that are just in the sides of the sides of hills that are big. And. Um, I was just looking through those, and I tried to find the best best one. Hole, hole in the rock or whatever I said. Yes. Yeah. And they're all documented, and it's crazy on Wikipedia. They're like, oh, there's a W on the side of a mountain in, like, bumfuck Tennessee or whatever. Like, oh, mm-hmm. thanks. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, the sign has been changed before. In fact, on New Year's Day of 2017, it was changed to read Hollyweed. <laughs> they should have waited for April 20th. Yeah, that's true. They should um they should do cool stuff with it, like they do with the Empire State Building, you know? Like light it up light in different it up colors. Different colors, you know. Um that'd be neat, but you know, whatever. Yep. I have no more opinions about it. And well it might attract aliens I, or something. Yeah, and frankly I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, a cyclist says he fled from an evil seven foot tall telepathic alien mantis. And he's drawn a picture of the bizarre creature uh, for the police department. What? A cyclist? Mm -hmm. Oh. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Paul Froggett, 26, likened his terrifying ordeal to a spider eating a fly 
on a David Attenborough documentary. Well, I mean, you know, these kind of ordeals come pretty regularly to him. Yeah. You know, he is a cyclist. (laughs) The shaggy haired warehouse worker insisted he was not on booze or drugs as he shared his sketch of the extraterrestrial. Paul said, it sounds crazy, but I felt I could sense its feelings towards me, and it was just like pure alien hatred. That's my, you know, that's I'm my Attenborough in... impression. I don't know if it's any good. <laughs> Delightful. Thank you. Delightful. Thank you. Uh, he said he was forced to quit his job after skeptical <laughs> colleagues dubbed him the Mantis Man of Warwick. <laughs> Sorry, I guess this. I guess this sounds like it is England. So he's the, he's the Manchester man of Warwick, hey Gav. Hello. So he told people at work about this. He was like, "Look, guys, I was uh, coming out. Uh, it's a giant mantis. He's gonna, you know, it's gonna freak me out, man." I just... <laughs> the British Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah, did you see this guy? I don't give a damn about this uh, giant mantis. Yeah, yeah. Yes, well, now he's the the Manchester man of Woolworth. Sounds like a knockoff Sherlock Holmes mystery. Sherlock Holmes and the Mantis Man of Warwick. Like it's when it was it's when like Chippendale Rescue Rangers did their Sherlock Holmes episode. It's exactly like the Rescue Rangers, yeah. So Paul added, Paul Mr. Froggett added, um, I almost called him Mr. Frogger. Is that like Mr. Hoggett from Babe? Mm-hmm. He added that he had been left traumatized and now struggles to sleep after an encounter following a 12-hour shift at a dog food warehouse on July 16th of last year. So he went and went back to work and told all of his dog food warehouse co-workers, bros, I saw a seven-foot-tall telepathic alien mantis. <laughs> he describes a glowing orange sphere just hovering on the horizon and a forest devoid of sound making him feel uncomfortable before seeing the humanoid praying mantis that terrified him. A glowing orange sphere? That sounds like, uh, I don't sphere, know. Sphere, yes. The rut, the, what did I say? Fear? Yes, you orange, did. Orange, I think I... Anyway. <laughs> Go on. I don't know what I was going to say. My fear was replaced with completely alien thoughts of utter hatred and an evil. I felt projected from this thing, Paul said before snapping out of a trance and fleeing. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. As long as he didn't fuck it, he's probably okay. Yeah. It's not going to, like, eat. Bite his head him. off. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Once you fuck it, then you're in trouble. Right. Or or when it starts to pray to its alien god, which obviously would, would be so much more powerful than our human god. Yeah. I mean, all this hate, it's definitely like uh, it's the Westboro Baptist Church of Mantis Aliens. <laughs> god hates humans. <laughs> Boy, that could have gone. That could have gone a lot worse. I'm glad you went with humans. <laughs> Uh, the Texas Department of Public Safety has made international news last Friday Ooh. after accidentally issuing an Amber Alert test for Chucky and his son, Glenn Ray. This is the, the 
the, the, the creepy doll. guy, the doll, the creepy doll. Yeah. I got to say, this is much better than like the incoming missile that uh, that scared Hawaii a couple of years ago. <laughs> That 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 is true. That is true. Yes. Much, much better. A, a DPS better. spokesperson said that the alert was a test malfunction. <laughs> it was probably just some dude. He thought he was being funny, and again, it was he. He hit really send. He thought he was in like dev or QA, and he was in yeah. prod. <laughs> and uh, he actually sent the message. He probably thought he was being funny. So the DPS spokesperson, I what did I do? Spoke Perkin. Spoke Perkins said the alert was a test malfunction issued apology for the confusion this may have caused, adding they are diligently working to ensure this does not happen again. Chucky, the star of the flasher, slasher flick franchise, whew, that was a bit child's play, mm-hmm. uh, was listed as the suspect with a description that fit the fictional three foot tall killer. Uh, <laughs> multiple news outlets reported. Oh, so the Amber Alert was not for that Chucky was missing. Is that Chucky had kidnapped his son? Apparently, his, his seed, as it's called, he, Glenn Ray. He had, he had sliced uh, his bride and ran off with his seed. Huh. So weighing only 16 pounds, officials were supposedly looking for a man with red or auburn hair and blue eyes, wearing blue denim overalls with a striped shirt and wielding a kitchen knife. <laughs> and uh, his race was listed as other doll, <laughs> which I didn't know was a race. I, I feel bad. Well, um, they also should have said he was missing his batteries because that was like the big reveal in... The original Chucky movie, uh, Child's Play, was that the doll was saying creepy things, and so the mom took the batteries out of the back of him, but he continued to say creepy things. I've never seen any of the like horror movies from, you know, the the eighties. Well, Chucky, well, Friday the Thirteenth, Jason, like none of those things. Yeah, it seems like they would be hokey now, um, but I've. And I've watched the original Nightmare on Elm Street relatively recently, and it's really bad. But it's still pretty scary um, to think about. The Nightmare on Elm Street series is what an incredible um, idea. Because people have nightmares about scary movies, right? So if the scary (laughs) movie is he comes to you in your nightmares and then he actually kills you. Like, think about even if you know you're dreaming in the dream. Holy shit, that's terrifying. Yeah. You can st- they'll still kill you <laughs> He'll still in the kill dream because that's his thing. Right. Ugh. The one, uh, I think Nightmare on Elm Street 3, he like, uh, Freddy takes his like uh, little clipper fingers or whatever, and he slices out this, um, I think it was a lady or a, it doesn't matter the gender, slices out this person's arteries and veins and then Ugh. makes them walk around like a puppet. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. Gross. But Chucky was good and they made a lot of other Chucky movies. Um, he gets burned. He gets he gets cut and put back together. He always comes back, just like this podcast. <laughs> we keep coming back every week, despite <laughs> your fright that we're going to have another episode. You just stop listening. It's okay. You just yeah, turn. It's okay. Just turn us off. Actually, right now, just turn us off. Just do it. We'll <laughs> we'll wait. Jason, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that Toys R Us is back and it's gone. Oh, we also learned that I'm, I'm not afraid to lose listeners. Apparently, <laughs> um, 
And we also learned that there's a a, a mountain in the middle of Lake Superior, um, and yeah. that's what makes it the best lake. Uh, we learned that uh, Jeff felt that there's enough awareness about boob cancer, but the people at the Hollywood sign disagree. Right. And I just hope they don't change it to Holland twice. <laughs> we also learned that aliens like dog food, and um, the praying mantis was a giant glowing orange orb, just like our, few, our former president. <laughs> Uh, and we learned that Chucky may have uh, killed his his bride and stolen his seed back. And this hour has been an hour and 12 minutes. The golden age of uh, malls. Indeed. Let's talk about it. Uh, uh, <laughs> what other stores should come back and then immediately go out of business? Uh, the Warner Brothers store. Oh, the WB store. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. no, that was a good, like, little playhouse store, right? It always had oh, yeah. funny cartoons like, going. Yeah, all the cartoons. And and that was another where it just went downhill. Remember how dirty that little play, there? they had, like, a tube or something in the back. Not a tube, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the tunnel. by the time I lived in this area, I was way too big to go in that tube. Right. Yeah. It got really gross in there. Um, I was old enough to work in the store. <laughs> yeah, and you shouldn't have been in the tube. No, definitely not. What about Suncoast? Suncoast. Yeah. Yeah, Suncoast. Suncoast now would just be a place where you go to watch Netflix, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Suncoast always (laughs) Netflix bought them, and they just, like, sign you up for for Netflix. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Suncoast always had the best uh, Star Trek toys there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have figures and things, too. And and T-shirts. T-shirts, phasers and stuff, you know. What was uh, that that CD store that was like fucking huge, like Record Town? Was Media that what it was called? Play. Or... Not Media Play, the Not one that Media was play? in the mall. No, Media Play was uh, next to Target on Ann Arbor Saline. Oh, oh, oh! I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of it. What did you say? I said Record Time. Record Time. That didn't sound familiar. Or, gosh, what was that? I don't know. I mean, it was huge. So I remember we had some friends in high school. Uh, that was in drama with us. And, uh, we were, we all went to the mall. Uh, you weren't, it was like me and you know, these two people and someone else. I don't remember who else went. There's a third person that went with us. Uh, and we're all just like hanging out in, you know, just going around the stores and whatever. And there's a little bit of weirdness. Uh, it was people I didn't usually hang out with, but they're like, Hey, I want to go to the mall. It's like, well, I have to go pick up my check or something. Like mm-hmm. I had to go for mm-hmm. some reason anyway. Um, and, we do our things and then we split up for a bit and we get back to the car and I come to find out they've been shoplifting tons of CDs from the CD store. Oh, and I was so pissed. I never took them to the mall again. Yeah. Seriously. Cause that's like, you'd be an accessory then. Yeah. How I could have gotten, I'm like, I'm not doing any of this. And how could they have possibly gotten them out of those, uh, little plastic cases they used to put them in? The <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> oh, you mean a pair of scissors? <laughs> Yeah, but how did they do it without anyone seeing them? Oh, well, that's true. I mean, it was a very open store, like wide aisles. Nothing was high. Like, yeah. There's not like, a corner you could hide in and like snip things. Maybe they were high, and that's why they were stealing CDs from this store. I mean, store. given who it was, probably. I believe um, 
That might have been where I bought my first Alanis Morissette CD is that store. I can't remember the name mm. of it. Doesn't matter. You mentioned Jacobson's earlier. Um, did I? You did. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did. When we were talking about the, yeah. Talking about the, the yeah. Jacobson's wing. Johnson and Murphy you mentioned, too. Johnson and Murphy. Uh, so do you remember that Grazzi, like the, the restaurant downtown Ann Arbor, used to have a coffee shop in the mall? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, Grazzi. It was, um, gosh, what is over there now? It's, it's, I think we're Pottery Barn. Like, is. Okay. Like, Pottery Barn was uh, the Disney store. Right. And then, like, right next to it was the the Grazzi. They sold, like, uh, gelato and coffee. Oh, I think I do. Oh, I do remember that now. Yeah, because it had, like, a glass front. Yeah. And I never (laughs) went in there because it looked too expensive, and I didn't like coffee at the time. Yeah. Uh, You know, it wasn't one that we had here in Michigan, but I remember when I lived in Virginia, there was a store called something like Another Universe hmm. or something along those lines. And it was all like sci-fi based. And I remember in the front window, they had a giant like life-size statue of one of the aliens from the Aliens movies. Oh, nice. Uh, but they also had like a big Star Trek section. Ooh. And so they had like shirts. I remember always wanting to go in and get one of the shirts that had like the Starfleet Academy logo on the front. Like that looked just like, you know, when you see them at Starfleet Academy, they had like the logo and they're out jogging or something. Right. Uh, I always wanted one of those. And then they had like, uh, I had a mug that I'd gotten from the store store and it had like the Starfleet logo and it had like the enterprise. Like it looked like it was a mug that you would get if, you know, you're on the Enterprise. Sure. And yeah. I don't know what happened to that mug. Oh, it's a mystery. It It is indeed. Well, since this isn't a mystery-solving podcast, um, good night. <laughs>